Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. by Gabby Jensen, Healing Hearts founder. Gabby is a registered veterinary technician and certified companion animal physical rehabilitation professional with over 10 years experience in the industry. So let's get talking about Healing Hearts. And the seas are getting rough and it is getting harder. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we are here with Gabby, founder of Healing Hearts Rehabilitation here in Kitchener-Waterloo. So welcome, Gabby. Hi, thank you so much. <laughs> We're so happy you're here. Thank you. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Amazing. For anybody who attended our holiday festival last year, Gabby was one of our awesome vendors in sheds. So you might have gotten the chance to talk to her there. Um, but Gabby, to get us started, can you tell us a bit about yourself? And of course, tell us about any dogs in your life. Yeah, so I am currently 26 years old. I was born and raised in beautiful Bolton, Ontario. Moved to Waterloo about six years ago, and I live here with my wonderful boyfriend and our family. Uh, we have four cats and a dog. So I have three triplet cats that are tuxedos, and I have a purebred rough collie named Athena. Um, she's currently two years old. She's on Instagram at Athena the Rough Collie. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, that plug. Love right? that plug. <laughs> <laughs> I got to plug my baby. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've just been living here in the town and absolutely love KW. Amazing. And I'm sorry, did you say Bolton? Yes, I'm originally from Bolton, born and raised. I used to live there my Bolton, entire life. So Really? Oh, that's yeah. right around the corner. It that's really awesome. Is. That's wow, really it's funny. such a small world. It everyone really is. knows everyone. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, yeah. Ken's want to get us into the good stuff. Kick us off with the first question. All right, so... Uh, Gabby, can you start by giving us an introduction to Healing Hearts Rehab? What do you do exactly at Healing Hearts? Yeah, so Healing Hearts, we are a mobile physical therapy service for dogs and cats. We come straight to a person's home and provide all the services that you would normally get, like a brick and mortar physical rehab facility. We provide it straight to your living room. Um, and it makes a more personal connection and outcome with both the patients and the clients, I find. And um, yeah, it provides that service straight to them. <laughs> um, and what I do at the at the um, at the service is everything. I am the small business owner. I wear all the caps. I do the rehab therapies. I'm the receptionist. I'm the one talking to you through emails and through text messages and social DMs. And um, yeah, so we hold out the whole business. <laughs> awesome. Well, one woman show here, and um, that's. That's really great. You get to have those uh, connections with people and the clients and the the pups and the cats that you're working with. So that's really special. For sure. Um, question, what does rehab really look like for cats and dogs? Like what services do you offer under this umbrella? 
Yeah. So I love to say that rehab is it's all about improving quality of life. It's all about both the state of mind and like a physical service. So we provide both um, services to help with their physical health and also their mental health. So we do anywhere from massage to acupressure to magnetic therapy, ultrasound, laser, e-stem, um, basically anything that you would get, go to your physiotherapist for as a human, we do for dogs and cats and then straight at your home. That's amazing. I feel like a lot of people don't really know that this is an option for pets. Is that something you've experienced? Definitely. It's definitely been, um, I always find it as uh, client education has been one of our biggest struggles because not a lot of people know that physiotherapy is available for dogs and cats. Um, They kind of just, you know, they think of the, there's the veterinarian, there's the groomer, and then that's about it for services for pets. Um, but what's great about you guys is because you guys bring more attention to other services that are available for pets in our area, uh, which is great because there are so many services available for dogs and cats nowadays, especially with people who are sitting at home in COVID and they were having all those brainstorm ideas. And this is one of those brainstorm ideas for me where it just came about and I was like, let's start doing this service because there's nothing like it out there. So I'm curious, what types of uh, animals like do you see? So I, I guess to rephrase my question, in what circumstances would you see an animal that has come to Healing Hearts? Yeah, so um, definitely most of my patients come from like orthopedic and neurologic issues. So if a dog has like uh, they've torn their knee or what they, it's normally called like a TPLO is when they've torn their knee and they have to get surgery done. Um, a lot of it is for back issues, arthritis, um, when they've had excess weights and the weight gains causing inflammation, arthritis on those joints. We help with that as well. And we actually also have programs for weight loss too. Um, what's great about us is that we have fully customized and fully detailed tailored plans per patient. So no patient is the same. Every patient is going to get a completely different service that's tailored to their specific needs. Um, so whatever it is that they need is the service that we will provide to them. Um, so we've got patients in for some of the socialization. A lot of them were pandemic puppies and kittens that people got. And fortunately, they aren't the most like they weren't able to interact with other dogs and cats or other people. So a lot of clients, I come over and I visit them for massages and socialization visits so that they get used to people touching them and people talking around them and different people coming into their lives and um, just introducing that new stimulus for them that they normally wouldn't have gotten uh, when they were back when COVID first started. Um, and yeah, mostly we have a lot of neurological cases too. Um, so cases where dogs have IVD, so they have a disruption of their spinal cord in their back. Um, and they've lost use of their back legs or they've have lost use of limb. Uh, we help with that too, regaining mobility. And a lot of pain relief, a lot of pain, pain relief mm-hmm. clients, you know, uh, we've Got dogs uh, over the years, they're getting older. Um, they need that little bit of that TLC or spa day. They need a little bit of help with that. Um, what we do is we try to help reduce the amount of pharmaceutical medications and um, hard and heavier steroids drugs that they might be using um, that are being prescribed to them by the vets. We want to help be that basically alternative therapy that the vets can use for their clients so they don't have to overload so much on medications. They can rely on other services that are available out there as well. Um, and yeah, we love partnering with our vet clients and our vet uh, partners as well. Um, they help use us for as an alternative again to pain pain therapy and um, also just to have another service come direct to their home because not a lot of people want to come out to another facility to get things done, right? 
Okay, I have a follow-up question now because yeah. my brain's the 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 wheels are churning inside my brain finally. Um, so you kind of compared it to physio for humans. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, do you tip like is there typically at home work that is rec- like homework that's recommended? Just like if you went to physio as a human, because um, oh, yeah. I know that's usually something that's a super important important part of physio is making sure you kind of do the work at home. So is that often yeah. applied to pets as well? Yeah. So um, as part of our program, every time I come and see a patient, I also send them home with at-home homework. We have a portal called Physiotech, and it basically sends the owners a portal that they log into, and they can literally click on, I give them like a step-by-step instructions for at-home. And they, there's videos that they could follow. There's step-by-step written instructions. So however people learn, if they learn by video or by written, it's on there for both. And they can literally watch like it being performed in real time so that they can replicate the things at home. Um, so we have like, you know, they can do hot or cold therapies or certain uh, exercises they can do, stretches mm-hmm. um, before and after appointments that are really helpful along their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that portal is available to all of our clients and it's included in the cost as well in our exams. That is awesome. That makes me think of, yeah, like my acupuncturist or my massage therapist mm-hmm. saying, hey, go home and do these things or else it's, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're still going to be in this never ending loop of, yeah. of possible pain. So, uh, and how many of us do the things? <laughs> yeah and then that's what i love about the program too is that the video is right there so you're actually to see someone doing it in real time and they can like ask questions in the portal the questions get sent directly to me and i can resend them back their answers and it actually helps um tr- keep track of where they are too because as they're finishing the exercise they click the check mark and it moves to the next step so it allows them to see their progress and like over time we can uh, adjust the program and do what's best for the patient that during the time of their journey um, which I, I absolutely love. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thanks so much for chatting through that with us. That was a really Mm -hmm. great introduction to healing hurts rehab and what you do. So let's take a quick break and we're going to come back to discuss rehab for dogs in more depth. Awesome. the Dog Friendly KW podcast with their hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today we are talking with Gabby from Healing Hearts Rehab all about rehab for dogs and cats. So I'm going to jump right into our next question, Gabby. Um, Let's say I have a dog and it has never received rehab before. With the services you offer, where do I start to really gain a benefit with my dog is it I'm assuming it's circumstantial yeah so what, what I like to say is that we it's all about improving quality of life right so 
rehab can really be started at any point of a pet's life. It doesn't need to be after an injury or after surgery. It doesn't need to be after, you know, something that has uh, happened in their lives. It could be for any stage and any any type of lifestyle that your pet has. Um, we take the guesswork out of it. So we meet with you. We have free consultations that we do over the phone or through the computer like we're talking right now. And um, if you're not sure what your pet needs, you can just ask us, hey, what, what kind of services could you offer us? And we would go through that with you. Um, like I said, each patient has that fully customized treatment program. Um, so if your patient has, like if your dog hasn't started on a rehab journey before, um, it's always best to start off with just that initial exam and initial consultation just to talk about what services we could offer. Uh, I always like to start off with like a, a, my first appointment could be like just a massage and like a meet and greet kind of appointment so that we get to know each other. Um, and you talk about what is the, the challenges that you're facing every day. Is it that you guys go out for camping or hiking for like the summer and you come back and your dog's a little bit sore or, or if they're, even if they're young, they're still going to have those sore muscles and joints from running around and tearing around the campground all, all summer, right? So it kind of yeah. helps with like a TLC or spa day, you know? Yeah, we, um, there's a term out there called weekend warriors, <laughs> Yes, you know, where yeah. like, yeah, your dog for five days of the week, Monday to Friday is chilling yeah. at home on the couch inside 22 hours of the day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it come weekend, it's like, go, go, go. And that's where, uh, I've seen friends injure their dogs. Um, I also being involved in dog sports, um, mm -hmm. I hear, I, again, this was the first time I ever heard about anything um, rehabilitation wise, um, with dogs, cause dogs were hurting themselves because they were going too hard or too fast at agility, yeah. running into things, whatever it might be. Yeah. And I was like, Holy cow. Like this is actually, well, you would think you would just take your dog to the vet and your vet would say, Oh, your dog injured itself. And there, there, there's your answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> to, to actually follow up with rehab, um, is, is great. And yeah, the services you provide, uh, like if giving your dog a massage, like, hello, yeah, there you go. And uh, we have actually a lot of clients that are agility or their dog show competitions or whatever they do. And they, those dogs are given the best out of themselves, right? So we might as well provide them a service that allows us to, allows them to continue giving the best of themselves, right? So I, I, I always love seeing those dog agility ones come in because they're all, they're all muscled down. They're just gorgeous athletes. And it's always great to provide that little bit of TLC for them because you know those muscles are screaming after a competition weekend, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. I had never really thought about therapy or rehab being like an option for dogs until mm -hmm. I had a, a previous dog who had a full cruciate tear and had oh, to geez. go through su surgery. And yeah. um, we actually did the underwater treadmill for quite some time afterwards, which was yeah. such a game changer for her. And um, she's now 12 and oh, she had the surgery when she was four or five. I think she was yeah. about five mm -hmm. and, um, she lives with my parents and she's 12 years old and her mobility is better than it was pre-surgery when she was four. And That's it's awesome. because of all the rehab we did post-surgery yeah. and all the exercises and me yanking her leg around in all directions <laughs> and are getting grumpy with me about it. But it's, yeah. it's been so worth it to see her as she approaches what are likely going to be the last years of her life. Mm -hmm. Um, seeing how happy she is and how much mobility and, and quality of life she has because we put in that work. Yeah. And that's what I love about rehab too, is that it's so versatile. It could be used for like any patient that we're talking about. And um, even after uh, it, it, 
you we see that patients that do have rehab throughout their life and to, tend to have live longer lives because their quality of life is improving. So their length of time that they get to spend with us is also longer too because we're helping provide that extra health boost, right? And that's all we want. Longevity. We just want right. more more years out of our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so this is a question I'm excited to to hear about. So if my dog is sometimes maybe nervous or uncomfortable with people touching them, particularly maybe new people they are not familiar with, how can we support our pets to be comfortable in a rehab environment in the event that I need it or just want to engage in that type of environment? Yeah, so um, definitely, I also think that this was like a huge thing coming out of COVID too. A lot of dogs had their anxiety and separation anxiety has been a huge trend lately with the dogs that have just come into the world recently uh, with everything. And I don't blame them. The world's been crazy. <laughs> I would be nervous too. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to dealing with something like that, um, I always tell uh, clients that if they want to get their dogs used to like people being around them, just start touching them to start taking them places out. Now that restrictions have been lifted, just start doing things that you would have done prior to the pandemic happening. So going to dog-friendly spaces and meeting other people and uh, having more people come to your home and meeting your dog and getting that nervousness out of there. Um, but definitely also with, with, with rehab, what's great is that we have those socialization visits. So, um, I can come over and we're just talking. It's a different, completely different person because the pet wouldn't have met me before. And you're allowing more people to enter into their space and it's allowing them to work through that anxiety. Right. Um, so I always tell people to just look for different avenues and look for different options that are around you or near you. And there's some things that you don't even have to pay for. They're free. Like go to a park or go to a walking trail and just get out there and get your dog socialized and see new things. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, do you often work work with dogs that maybe need to be muzzled to get more comfortable in these types of environments? I have worked with dogs that do have, like, they have other, like, people aggression or they just start, they're just very nervous. And a lot of the time I actually try to do without the muzzle. And it just depends on the client's preference too. Because some clients are very, very nervous. They don't even want to try it. Um, But I find that for some dogs, not all dogs, some dogs, the muzzle can actually make it worse because they know that when this goes on, my owner is nervous, my owner is scared, I have to be scared too. It right away puts a thought into their head that this energy is not good, right? So we always try to make it so that it's a it's a fine time. So when I have clients that are there that have patients that need the muzzle, I usually come over for the first couple visits, they're just socialization visits. Yeah. Me getting to know the dog, I'm giving them treats, we're taking off the muzzle, we're just sitting on the floor. I'm just talking with the client. Sometimes I just don't even look at the dog to give the dog space. Because when you look at a dog, you're now challenging them and you're making them feel a little bit uncomfortable in that in their own space. So I always try to give them wide berth so that they don't feel like I'm overbearing or being too much for them, right? Um, and then over time, I find that because I've given them that respect and that line to to have their boundaries, that they, they're they like, okay, well, this person isn't so bad. And they continue from there. Um, and I always go slow. I go to what the patient's um, comfort level is. Um, even with my patients that don't require a muzzle, if they look at me and I can tell this dog's had enough, like we're going to stop the treatment, I will stop the treatment and we won't go further. Mm-hmm. We'll just continue on the next session. And we just want to make sure that it's the most comfortable experience for them because we want it to be, we want it to be fun. We want it to be exciting. We want it to be 
uh, a relaxing time for them. We don't want them to be tense. We don't want them to be upset or scared. So we're going to go with what's up to them. And I, I always listen to my patient first. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it totally depends on the context of which they've, uh, the dog has been trained in the muzzle. Cause I put Marshall sure. just like wears a muzzle sometimes just for like conditioning. And yeah. he usually wears it in the car when he goes on his pack walks with his trainer. And oh, yes. today he went to the vet and I was like, I'm just gonna put the muzzle on you today for your vet visit just as yeah. practice. And I put it on him and he got excited because he thought he was oh. going on his pack oh. walk. Because he had that thought in his head that when he gets it, he goes on something, yeah, something like, adventurous, not, right? Not yeah. going on your pack walk, guy. Not, not where you're going. But he was very excited to be going to the vet. He loves oh, the vet. He's a That's wonderful. Dog. And that's how you can tell you have a great vet, too. When your dogs love going to the vet, you have a fantastic vet. Loves it. Shout out to Kingsdale. We love oh, them. Oh, yes. We do love them. Um, All right, Ken's okay. off with the last question. Yeah, so we did touch on this a little bit earlier, but I want to revisit it just a little bit. So um, waiting for an injury versus going after an injury. So say my dogs, so I've got three dogs sitting on my couch right now. They're all in perfect health, no issues that I can see. Um, what, what would I do if I were to come see you, you know, what would you kind of, how would I start? What would, what would happen there? Yeah. So, um, I have a lot of sayings in life, but my, my favorite saying is prevention is the best medicine. And so if you can prevent something before it happens, you're going to have an easier time when that thing happens. So, um, for sure, when you're seeing a dog, that's uh, say it's a perfectly healthy dog. It's got no issues. I'm coming in for the first time. Majority of the time we're coming in for massages. We're doing TLC spa days. We do, I do nail trims and minor grooming as well. And it's just for introducing myself and getting to know. And definitely with massage, we do a little bit of ultrasound therapy for some sore muscles because we find that a lot of dogs, even if they don't have anything, they're probably covering up their pain or their, you know, their hurt because that's their instinct is to cover things up. Um, So we always try to introduce uh, some therapy so they kind of know what it is. And uh, just kind of help, like, help support them. I like to call it general maintenance. Um, same thing where you visit a chiropractor, you go to an acupressurist or massage therapist. You might not necessarily have anything wrong with you, but you do it as the maintenance of your body to maintain yeah. your good health. Um, so it's something that we do for patients that don't necessarily have anything wrong with them, but it's also good to have it on the side as well. Um, but when you have, we find that when patients down the road, God forbid, if anything does happen, you know, they, they tear a knee, you know, they, they sprain a muscle, they um, push themselves too hard and uh, something occurs. Now that patient knows who I am, knows the services we provide, knows that what we do is good and he feel, they feel good after it. They've got that idea in their head that, okay, this is a good, this is a good thing that's going to happen. And then when you start using those therapies, we find that the dogs that we did do prevention on, their mm-hmm. muscles are able to heal faster because we've already done previous massages, previous services on those same muscles and ligaments. And now we're able to continue the therapies that we were doing prior. So we're able to heal those muscles a little bit faster than they would normally if nothing was ever occurring because um, those muscles have already had that stimulus happen before. Um, so they're more receptive to accepting the sound waves or the light waves, whatever it is that we're using and the body knows what to do with it kind of thing. That's amazing. Thanks. <laughs> I would not have thought that. 
Yeah, no, it's it. I, when going through this uh, the program that I did and learning all about it, there's just there's so much that I didn't know as an RVT working in clinic. I didn't even know rehab existed before I started my program. And uh, when I went to school and I started learning about all this stuff, I was like, oh my god, like there's so much things out there that I've never even heard of. And I work in the animal medical industry, right? So it's I, I can only imagine that there are people out there that have never even heard of what our businesses or what our services and don't even know that their pets can benefit so much from this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was a lot of amazing information. So thank you for all of that, Gabby. So we're going to be right back with our Kibbles and Bits segment. Yay! It is now time for a segment that we like to call Kibbles and Bits. In this segment, we will learn little bits of information about our guests through a series of fun questions. So, Gabby, I have question number one ready for you. What is your dog's favorite rehab service? I'm sure this is every dog's favorite rehab service, but massage. My dog be <laughs> massaged for hours on end every single day, and she will never get tired of it. I mean, same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's definitely the most relaxing and like the most least intense, right? This is just my hands that I'm using, right? So she loves it. Amazing. Okay. Where is your favorite? This is a good time of the year to ask this question. It's uh, we're actually recording this episode today on the spring equinox, so first it's spring. Where is your favorite trail or outdoor space to explore locally? My favorite is Waterloo Park. I absolutely love visiting there. I love visiting the animals, and it's Athena's favorite place. It is a lovely place and I don't know if you've seen all the work they've done down by the water it looks so lovely I'm actually really excited to see what it looks like in the summer I'm excited as well I haven't had a chance to go back since the renovations have started Uh, we went prior and it's we used to go like every other weekend in the summer because it's just it's the perfect place to just chill out have a picnic and meet people Um, but yeah I'm excited to go see what it looks like now Yeah, I agree. Waterloo Park is a a favorite of ours, too, because exactly that. You can walk around, you can, you know, sit and enjoy the park, um, and you also get your dog out to socialize. Like, how often do they get to see peacocks? For sure, yeah. Or like a a donkey or like a horse or something, right? Llamas. (laughs) Are they alpacas or llamas? But anyway, like, it's... (laughs) It's a great spot. So uh, I uh, I second that. That's a that's a good one. All right, last one here. What is your favorite dog friendly location in Kitchener Waterloo? I would have to say probably Waterloo Park. To be honest, 
because um, nice. I think that's mostly the only place I, I could take Athena because um, Athena she is uh, not spayed currently because she's continuing the line for her her breeding um, but we always so we want to take her to a place where it's not going to be like I let her go and she kind of does her thing because I, I, I don't trust other people when they say oh my dog's not going to do anything so Same. <laughs> I always like to keep her on leash and with me um, so we've gone to Waterloo Park we, there's a few dog parks that opened up in our area here and there's one up the road on I think it's on Lincoln uh, that I sometimes take her to so we'll go there and we'll visit and she plays with the kids out there she loves the kids so yeah but Waterloo Park is our main our main spot <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks so much for that, Gabby. There you have it, our Kibbles and Bits segment. All right, you've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And today we've been talking to Gabby Jensen, founder of Healing Hearts Rehab. So, Gabby, thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge today. I personally learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners did too. Um, and if our listeners did want to get in touch with you, can you tell us how they can do that? Yeah, so we are on all social media as at Healing Hearts Rehab. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. You can look us up on Google or check out our website, www.healingheartsrehab.ca. You can click the Contact Us tab. There is a button uh, under the Contact Us tab called Book a Free Consultation. And you can get started on your pet's healing journey there. Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Gabby. And thanks for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Till next time. A Block Sheep Audio Production.